So uh, if you have your Bible, I want you to turn with me to 2 Timothy uh, 2.15. And I'm going to read from the King James Version, and then we're going to take it to the Amplified. And, and it reads, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, and rightly dividing the word of truth. See, we have to study, not be ashamed, and rightly divide that word of truth. See, I believe last month, uh, I don't know if any of y'all follow basketball, but the Los Angeles Lakers from the 80s had their Showtime reunion. I, um, so we had all the great players there. We had uh, Magic, Kareem, Worthy, Byron Scott, Michael Cooper, A.C. Green. A lot of your young folk might know those folk, but they, they, they were called Showtime, and of course, Coach Pat Riley. They were all the greats there. And, and what was amazing to me about uh, that re reunion with all the money in the room, they chose their reunion on the practice court. They had their last practice. Now, I know some of y'all saying, Pastor Keith ain't here, and we still talking about basketball. Now, now again, now I, 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 confess, I, I never played on the level that uh, Pastor played, but I did watch on that level. I watched on a high level in the 80s and 90s. And I would like to add that here, we're not just talking about basketball, we're talking about legacy. And, and I, Alan Ivey said, we're talking about practice. Uh, we're talking about results based on diligent discipline. We're talking about championships, and what amazed me most when I used to look at those games, during that final quarter, Showtime never let up. I don't care from the beginning to the end, Showtime never let up. All right, now this is a franchise that has 17 championships, five during that Showtime era, and of course I'm counting the bubble champ championship. All right, for that 17, the bubble championship count. All right, and I bring this up because practice to perform at an undeniable high level is important. It to, to perform at a level of excellence. So, so we're going to read uh, 2 Timothy uh, 2.15 again, but this time from the Amplified Version. As Pastor said, that breaks it down a little bit, uh, uh, so to save us some time. But this is truly good because it says, study and do your best to present yourself to God approved. I see we have to present ourselves to God approved, meaning that we are not, uh, uh, we're not seeking approval because we've already been fearfully and wonderfully made. We know Psalms 139, 14. And the study part is that connection to the word, a connection to him. And we have to come ready and be ready so we don't have to get ready. All right. So but 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 it, we study because we have to keep improving. All right, we can't be stagnant. It, it then says. A workman tested by trial who has no reason to be ashamed. And, 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 and Sister LeBrava, he wasn't talking about punishing. I know we talked about that in a while. He was talking about preparing me. He was, he's talking about preparing us. You know, it says tested by trial, but it doesn't say, doesn't say tested by trial and error. It's tested by trial and prayer. It's tested by trial and faith. So, so we're going through a test and making sure it lines up with God's will. I, uh, the scripture says that by testing, we may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect in Romans 12, 2. So, if we continue reading in Timothy 2, 15, it says, saying, it says, uh, saying, accurately handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. 
See, we have to teach, we, we, we teach what we know. All right? And so the pastor, he's always telling us we have to find out what we don't know. Because we teach what we know, but, but it says accurately handling and skillfully teaching. How can we teach the truth if we don't know the truth? I, you know, no family, this is the final quarter of 2022. It's the 40th week of the year. So, so what does that mean? Because 40 seems to have a significance in the Bible. I, if, if we look, when, when God destroyed the earth uh, with water, it rained for 40 days. That's in Genesis 7:12. After Moses was killed by the Egyptian, he spent 40 years in the desert. That's in Acts 7:30. Moses was on Mount Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights, and that was in Exodus 24:18. Moses interceded in Israel on the buffet, on, 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 on behalf for 40 days and 40 nights. That's in Deuteronomy 9:18 and 25. I, it, the maximum number, did you know the maximum number of times you can get beat in the Old Testament was 40 licks? That's in Deuteronomy 25 and 3. The Israelites took 40 days to spy on Canaan. That's in Numbers 13, 25. And the Israelites wandered uh, for 40 years in Deuteronomy 8, 2 through 5. Samson served the Philistines for 40 years. That's in Judges 13, 1. Goliath taunted Saul's army for 40 days. That's in 1 Samuel 17, 16. And Elijah fled from Jezebel for 40 days and 40 nights. That's in 1 Kings 19 and 8. And Jesus was tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. That's in Matthew 4, 2. And then he was resurrected and ascended in Acts 1, 3 after 40 days. This is the 40th week of the year, which means that and this, when I was thinking about this and, and praying on it, that means that we had 40 Sunday messages. That doesn't mean we had 40 Wednesday night services, 40 midday fi Friday Bible studies, 40 Bible school lessons. We had over 200 prayer calls, 200 study sessions, 40 fast week speakers, and we had fellowships, anniversaries, and celebrations. So ain't nobody in this house got any toes left because they've been stepped on, they've been smashed, they've been kicked, uh, but they've also been preyed on, all right? And so, so after these 40 weeks, uh, last weekend, uh, Pastor Jason told us that we had these things called cheat codes. Y'all remember? Cheat codes. So, so when we think about it, if we multiply just the Sunday servings and the Wednesday night services over the last 11 years, that means we have at our disposal 1,140 cheat codes. 1,140 1, messages. All right, so now it's showtime. Right, it's time for us to put that due diligence to work. And, and, and we have to ask, Pastor Mel said last week, we're on the 11th year and the 11th hour. She said, what is it, what, what is in you? And, 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 and she said, we, we busy doing so many other things and forget gifts God have, have on us on the inside. We forget the gifts that God gave us. So I say somewhere between courage and reckless is this thing called courage. I'm sorry, it's between coward and reckless. See, sometimes we let that coward and that reckless kind of throw us off, but that in between that is courage. So all of us have to tap into that courage because it's, it's time. I, when I was preparing for this message, uh, Sister Trina, man, we talked in the back, 
and, and you was telling me, you and Sister Karen was talking, and you kept, when Pastor Barnes finished preaching, you kept saying, it's time. It's time. It's time. You see, we have to, we, we teach what we know, which is why we have to study and do our best part to present ourselves to God approved. The scripture says we have to present ourselves approved. You see, God already approved us. But the question is, are we presenting the approved version of ourselves to God? All right, so are we studying so we know what to present? I, as y'all can see from the numbers, we don't have a lack of opportunity to study because we repeat what we know, whether it's truth or fiction. I say I wasn't sure when the, the, the media ministry started here it is. So I looked on YouTube and guess what? Sure enough, I found several sermons of the pastors over the last 11 years. I, and the first one I, I picked up and I looked at was, uh, uh, I listened to it, it was from September 10th of 2011. And the, the title of the sermon was Understanding Faith, Part 2. That was part two. So we know that the pastor was always talking about faith. Trini talked about this morning, that connection to faith and prayer. All right, so, so when, when we look at that, um, I know there are more than a lifetime of cheat codes at our disposal. All right, so we, we have to do our best to ensure that our actions reflect kingdom. See, it's, it's not about the words, it's about our actions. We have to also study our actions. We have to look at the results of our actions and ask the question, do our actions reflect kingdom? We talk all the time about how we, we let someone get into our head and our space. Again, Trini talked about that. We can't let somebody dictate our space. All right, so this week um, during um, the morning study, uh, we were, talked about staying in the word uh, day and night, and, and I keep using Sister Trina, but she said it keeps the enemy at bay. It keeps it at bay out, out of our mind. So we have to study our results and look at the results, because I know I live by something that Pastor shared uh, when I first got here. He said, if it don't pull you up, it pulls you out. And if you talk to me, I'll probably talk to you about that. It doesn't. I think I talked to you about that last week, Venetia. If it don't pull you up, it pull you out. All right, so if it's not pulling you up, you have to question, is it of God? If it's trying to pull you out of the, his presence, it's not God. It's not God. So now, um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a still a line. I'm, I've been taking people lines all morning. It's, um, Pastor Mel, again, reiter, uh, uh, reiterated this morning about uh, uh, prayer and faith. I mean, uh, Sister Trina uh, talked about prayer and faith. I, we, we have to have that understanding. So, again, it's still another line, and, and I, I said this, uh, Pastor Barnes, because remember what Pastor Barnes said, that was his intro? Well, that was my intro. And, and if you haven't guessed the, the topic of this message, it's showtime. It's truly showtime. So turn, turn with me to 2 Timothy 2.19, and, and we're going to read from the Amplified Version. And it says, nevertheless, the firm foundation of God, which he has laid, stands sure and unshaken despite attacks, bearing this seal. The Lord knows who are his. 
Let everyone who names the name of the Lord stand apart from wickedness and withdraw from wrongdoing. I see. See, so we're, we're talking about our actions when no one is watching. I want one example they talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago was if you find someone's money, remember this, uh, uh, Sister LeVar? If you find someone's money and, and I throw in if you're broke, what you going to do? Are you going to claim it as a blessing? I, and, and I think they, they brought up during the, the morning call that if you see the person that drop it, see, if you don't see the person that drop it, again, you could bring it to the account, do something, but at the end of it, but if you see the person that drop it, all right, we have to understand that we can't claim certain things as blessings that's not given to us. Because right, the blessing is standing right and apart from that wickedness and withdraw yourself from wrongdoing. People should see us as someone that stands apart. I was walking my Bella a couple of days ago and a man uh, said to me, out the blue, are you a pastor? He said, someone told me that there's a pastor in our community that walks his dog every morning. <laughs> All right, so how, how many times because of your demeanor, someone asks you, are you a Christian? See, see the world sees the difference better than we do sometimes. I think, Sister Tree, remember you said this morning when, when someone's worshiping, don't come with a red pen. See, some of us as Christians, we critique more than we should, should honor and praise. All right, so sometimes the world knows it better than us because they, see, they can see the difference because it doesn't align up with them. See, the Bible said, I am his. The foundation has been laid, and the scripture says the foundation is firm. Uh, Sister Misha, we got to get on the other side of the butt. Remember saying that? <laughs> she said that this week. We got to get on the other side of the butt. And that's from a uh, pastor uh, speaking last week about uh, God's butt. Now, so, so think about this. We have witnessed the power of 2022. The foundation has been laid, and this is the fourth quarter, y'all. I imagine, and I, I think I said, imagine getting a home. Imagine getting a car. Imagine getting a baby, a promotion, a church family. Oh, I forgot, I was talking about ass. See, we got all those things. We see someone in this ministry receive one of those blessings and multiple blessings. Uh, we've seen the favor of God in this house. And I, I, I believe it, again, Pastor Jason said last week, favor ain't fair. And I disagree because it is. Favor is fair if you're presenting yourself approved. Your expectations are different. Your expectations are different when you present yourself approved by God. All right, see, the foundation is sure and unshaken despite attacks, which means you see God knows who's his. So the question is, are we his? All right, when we are faced with a challenge, do we lose faith? Do we lose trust? Do we have that unshakable trust? That unshakable trust, there's nothing that anybody can do to sway my trust in God. All right, because I know there's nothing that God can't do. See, when, when we were behind on our bills and, and you get asked in that, I didn't flinch because I knew it was my decisions away from God that got me in a mess. 
She said, us. <laughs> but it was my decisions. And, and I own that. It was my decisions away from God. But when I regained focus and saw God's butt, I said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthen me. But God. See, do we operate in that unshakable obedience? I, I found that there are always something to do. There's always something else to do. I, I forget it was Isaac that called it on the AM and, and called it. It's, we always can do something. And I call those justifiable nuggets. We can always justify anything we do. We, my, my family, we have a monthly siblings call, and my brother shared that we can justify anything if, if we are good. We can lay down the scripture besides it out of context, right beside our justification. All right, so those justifiable nuggets, again, we'd be like, that's word, that's word, that's word, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. We forget that piece. All right, so, so, so again, the question always is, where's our line in the sand? Do we actually have, and have we taken time to draw that line? All right, it's been taught. It's been preached. It's been, you know, multiple messages. We studied the scriptures associated with it uh, with Pastor Keith. But how many of us actually took time to draw the line? Uh, Sister Tanya last week confessed that she knows she was not doing all she can do. So how many of us can make that same confession? How many of us are bold enough to make that statement? I know I can. Family, this is the fourth quarter of 2022. This is the 40th week of the year. This is the week where we start to impact the rest of 2022 and the rest of our lives because before we know it, this quarter is going to be behind us, and then we're going to be getting the vision for 2023. So if the power of God hit us in 2022, my Lord, that's what Jeanette would say. Anytime something happens amazing, Jeanette says, my Lord, when God has done something amazing, you know, so when I hear that, my Lord, I just start to praise him because I know God moved. All right. What is God going to bring in 2023? So in this last quarter, there's time for us to pray harder. It's time for us to commit, uh, be obedient, put away excuses, and present ourselves to God as diligent disciples with diligent discipline. So, so when you hear $1,625, what do you think about? What, what, what do you think about when you hear coming to Charlotte with $1,600 in your pocket? Never having visited before. What do you think about? When you hear 21 acres from nothing, what do you think about? See, we know what the pastor's sacrifice believed and trusted God for when they came here with blind faith. But uh, what did we come here with? What was in your pocket? What was broken and needed repair? What was our finances and relationships like? What did we believe God for when we planted our seeds and ears? I, I asked Jeanette, I asked myself, when Jeanette and I came to ears, what did we bring? The commercial says, what's in your wallet? 
when we came to Ed's, we, we were coming out of a bad business deal, about 80000 in debt. We actually came to this church building before the church opened. Some of y'all heard that before. We pulled up in an empty parking lot. All right, we pulled up in, in, in the parking lot, and we could have went right back home. All right, how many times have we come up short and said, oh, that wasn't God? All right, that wasn't meant for me. That wasn't my house. That wasn't my car because we pulled up short. You know, Pastor, I think, said last week, sometimes we got to stop and pray and then move. So we prayed and then we Googled. <laughs> All right, we Googled the old church. And luckily it came up and then uh, we pulled up. And, and um, I, I think we were greeted by Siobhan and the members of the heirs and, and the, the, the pastors. And, and, and the, the funny thing, when, when God put that on our house, uh, on, on our hearts to move, we moved, right? All right but, but we didn't know anything about the $1,600 testimony. We, we didn't know anything about the faith move. Right, we just knew God told us to come, not sit on the bench, and, and I wanted to be up in that Showtime lineup. I, I was praying with uh, Brother Lou and, and uh, Ray in, in the back. Lou prayed, prayed over uh, uh, me, us, the house. And, and he, he, was, he was saying that you guys came and you jumped right in. I never played the bench before. I wasn't good at sports, but I still started. How'd that happen, right? All right, so, so I, I, I want the announcer to say, and now we're in number 40, starting at faith guard, James Sutton. See, see. I'm ready to score for God. I'm ready to assist my faith, my faith mates. I'm ready to, to rebound when we fall down and, and then get up. I want to be that armorer. I mean, block out that enemy. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, it's showtime. We, we got to be ready to make that move. See, when we all came here, we came with our own debt. See, me and Jeanette, we came behind on our mortgage, laid on some bills, but in 2022, that power. All of our bills are paid. Our mortgage is caught up. See, we, 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 we've been blessed beyond belief. Beyond belief. Uh, we have a beautiful granddaughter, Dawn. Yeah, that's just for her. You know, my, my other daughter's getting married next month. You know, so the list can go on and on. And, and I, I can take up the next 40 minutes and just talk about the blessings God bestowed on us. I mean, God has been really, really good. But it wasn't until we plugged in. It wasn't until we took the teaching instead, instead of keep asking questions and talking about it and doing it. All right, we, we, we don't just talk God, we do God. All right, we, we got to stop talking. I remember telling Minister Lamar when he asked me to do the welcome. Yeah, look at me. I'm, I'm up here talking to y'all. I couldn't even do a welcome at one time without shivering and shaking, looking like the Wizard of Oz, you know. I, I remember Jamal saying, we have to let our yes be our, our yes. That's what the Bible says. Let your yes be your yes. When I said I'm never going to say no to God again, hallelujah, I meant it. Thank you, Jesus. So how much did we come here with? How much have we all prospered? 
Pastor Barnes stated our response to everything has to do with God, what God does in our lives. For us right now, it's showtime. Uh, Y'all remember Austin on Wednesday, he said, it, it's what you do with your decision. If we getting that from babes, it's what you do with your decision. He said the head and the heart might not line up. It might not be in sync, but God, that seal, the Lord knows who are his. So let's turn to uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, 2.4. 1 Thessalonians 2.4. And I'm going to be reading from the Amplified uh, Version. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel that tells the good news of the salvation through faith in Christ, so we speak not as if we were trying to please people, to gain power and popularity, but to please God who examines our hearts, expecting our best. See, we have been entrusted with the gospel. God has put that gospel in our hands, right? We've been entrusted with it. We have to hold it. And we have to present it the right way. Because if we claim ourselves to be who we are, if we claim ourselves to be his and we're entrusted with this gospel, we have to be mindful what we do with it. Uh, we have to be mindful of how we present it. All right, so it says we, we God, God is going to also examine our hearts. See, that's why we can't just put any word next to us out of context. Because God's going to examine our hearts in the midst of what he entrusted us with. You know, the, the Bible says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That's Matthew 6.21. So where are we planting seeds? What and who is important? And we, if we planted our seeds here in the airs, why? See, I, I, I love our pastor's story. I love the 1625. But we came with something too. We can't put it all on our pastors. Pastor talks about this being a pioneer church, right? We hear it all the time. And, and I believe he said during the anniversary, when you don't have everything in place and you, he, he, and, and again, trust, I know, and y'all know they don't mind doing. But now that we planted some, some seeds, they shouldn't have to do everything. I, Pastor, I know you, you ain't here. I, I might have to talk to him about that after. <laughs> so, so, so again, I, that, that's just me and my thoughts, which is why I come and jump in. Because if I'm a plant a seed, how many of y'all going to plant a seed and not want to see the fruit and see what, what it does with it? And where we make a mistake sometimes, we plant seeds and just keep pulling it up and looking at the roots. So we never let it stay steady. We don't allow it to grow. We can't plant something and keep digging it up and looking at it. Let go. Hallelujah. See, for many of us, our failures are a reflection of who we were seeking approval from. 
our actions were questionable. Our obedience was subpar. And so when I look back at those business deals, I, wa I wasn't trying to be God's man. I was trying to be the man. If you're trying to be the man, you're not trying to be God's man. See, God expects our best. And we are approved to that through faith. Uh, when, when we show ourselves approved, it's by faith in God. So, so are we truly trying to, to please God or are we going through the motions? I know when, when I first came to church many, 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 many years ago, there's a lot of minis in there. Sometimes we, it got routine. We came on Sunday because that was, was expected. We left the house on, at a certain time, came here, left home, you know, went home. All right, all right, we take it off. What y'all do today? We went to church. Everybody knew. So, so are we just going through the motions? Are we really trying to connect this all? When we're trying to show out uh, for that promotion or for that recognition, uh, pushing ourselves out front, who are we really seeking approval from? See, what, what I, I learned is you can't earn what is to be received. See, see, do we operate in merit or mercy? See, merit, it, I found, is man's recognition, but mercy is God's favor. All right, so let, let's read um, Luke 18. Uh, 10 through 14. Luke 18, 10 through 14. And this is Jesus speaking in a, a parable. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. Luke 18, 10 through 14. And it says, two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, and even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes and all that I possess. And the tax collector was standing a little far off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his chest. Oops, sorry about that. Beat his chest saying, God be merciful to a, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and who, who humbles himself will be exalted. Amen. See, we, we are saved by grace, not actions. We can't step on our brothers and sisters. And, and, and when we are blessed and receive favor, are we boasting or testifying? I'm here to tell y'all heard me, me talk about some of the things God blessed us with. I, I promise you I'm not boasting. I'm just thankful. Sister Trina, you said, well, today we just got to learn to be thankful. Thankful for everything God gave us. Sometimes we just forget to be thankful. We got to be thankful. I, see, see when, when I tell you what God has done for me, you best believe again. I, I, I'm, I'm testifying. I'm blessed because I know God. I know God's butt. I know that I can't 
and wouldn't have done a number of things if it wasn't for God. Showtime is not show and tell. It's show and do. It's show and lift up. It's showing faith. So what, do, what, what are we really doing in humility? Who did this? God did this. I, I remember Bishop Whalem Hodge Jr., uh, Coney Island Cathedral uh, Deliverance in, in, in Brooklyn, New York, he used to always say, don't tell me what you don't do. Tell me what you do do. And then I would add, because everybody do do's. This comes back to how we are carrying ourselves around people, but most importantly, how we are presenting ourselves to God. Are we doing it out of humility? Are we being humble or judgmental? I believe, again, Isaac talked about that in one morning about justifying our actions, even if we know something is wrong. How many times has God had to humble us? I can count on one hand how many times God had to humble me. And I know y'all seen two hands because so, it just kept going. I was just switching from one hand to the other. All right. Now, now I'm going to do an audible. It's not on there. I'm, I, I got that from Pastor. And, and we're going to go to Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 and read in the Amplified uh, version. So those online, how you doing? I, I know this won't. Oh, okay, she got it? All right, good. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. It says, and I'm reading Amplified, for it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ, hallelujah, that you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is but it is the underserved, gracious gift of God, not a result of your works, nor your attempts to keep the law, so that no one will be able to boast and take credit in any way for his salvation. I, 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 I think that's so powerful that, that we have to put it in the context because it ain't no way with man's mentality, but with God's mentality. You have to, you have to sit on the edge of your bed and say, ain't no way. Ain't no way you can get a job, help a company make gold for the first time in two years, pay down all your debt, walk away from that job in six months to serve, and you can't take credit for it if you wanted to. It just ain't no way, because that's what happened to me. Over the last six months, we was able to pay down all our debt when a job took a company from zero to first and, and be in a position to walk away from it and not look back. That's nothing but God. How many times has God showed up for you? The Bible ain't just a rule book. I, and, and I know we had some uh, verses this morning on Abraham, so we turn to Romans 4. Uh, 13 and 15. And Jerry, I'm going to read from the easy reading version. I believe that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> it says, Abraham, Abraham and his descendants received the promise that they would get the whole world. But Abram did not receive that promise because he followed the law. 
He received that promise because he was right with God through his faith. If people can get God's promise by following the, the law, then faith is worthless. And God's promise to Abraham is worthless because the law can only bring God's anger to those who disobey it. But if there is no law, then there's nothing to disobey. You know, um, I, I, I thought this is being amazing because it says if people could get God's promise by following the law, which means that if we can get God's promise from just doing things, why would we need to have any type of faith? Uh, I'll just come up here, join all the ministries, go on every uh, thing that's available, and I'll be good. I wouldn't have to have faith in God. I could just go through the motions. Um, my, my, my grandma, it's funny, against this train, I'm going to use it again. You talked about uh, that, that older person in prayer this morning. I, I forget the context, but I, I had a note here to talk about my grandma. She's 92 years old. And, and at 92 years old, uh, me and Jeanette was driving. I forget where we was driving, but she called. Yeah, we, who, five? No, she's 95. Okay, my bad. She's 95. But we was on the phone with her, and, and she said that uh, one of her nephews, I ain't going to call you out, uh, said, Grandma, and I know he was just joking, but he says, Grandma, you ain't got to pray no more. You got all your blessings. At 95, I mean, think about it, you 95. Uh, you living a good life, living with your kids, ain't got to worry about bills, debt, food, all that. I mean, you got all your provisions. Your kids are doing well. You got grandkids, great-grandkids. But the first, she said, oh, no. Yeah, she said it like that, too. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> she said, I wake up every morning and pray every day. First thing, she said, I know the power of God. It not just covers me. And again, something you said, it covers your children your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, and now her great-great-great-grandchildren. And she said everything, first thing before her feet hit the floor at 95, she prays and thank God for all her blessings. Because think about the amount of stuff you've seen in 95 years. The trials, tribulations. See, Abram, Abraham is known as the father of the faithful. Justified by faith. That's in, in, in Romans 4, 13, 15. It says, faith without works, however common. I know the, the, the faith without works is truly dead. God's promise comes from faith and not works. All right, again, we have to trust God. All right, we can't work ourselves into heaven. It's nothing that we can do or overdo, or keep doing to get into heaven. No matter how many events or how many studies we do, that's not enough to get us into heaven. We can't get into heaven with no work. Which means that we have to study to show ourselves approved. All right, we have to study and present ourselves the right way before God. See, your faith initiates and executes the work. All right, one morning, uh, Sister Amelia, and I'm using everybody here, she asked, if we keep our hands on it, are we robbing God? Remember, we, she, she said, would a man rob God? She said, well, I got a question. If we keep our hands on it, are we robbing God? <laughs> yes. 
I, um, and so, something that happened last week. Yes, you in it again, says Trina. But Jamal came out the bathroom, remember? And he almost hit you with the door. So how many times have we asked God for something, but we, we standing in front of the door? We standing in front of the door, just blocking those blessings. We, we, we playing defense. All right? Because we're not allowing God to connect uh, 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 with us. See, um, we, we have to step aside. We have to take our hands off it and put into practice the 40 weeks of being poured into. If, if some of y'all, if y'all just joining us, prepare for the next 40 weeks. Prepare for the next 40 days, the next 40 hours, the next 40 minutes, the next 40 seconds. Because it's showtime. And you'll be surprised what would happen in a short span of time if you commit full time. See, as I get ready to close, <clears throat> I want to remind you, this is the 40th week. When our pastors return, I have a request. I know they're in the air right now, so they ain't going to hear this today, land. Let's prepare the kingdom accordingly with our obedience. All right, let's continue to study to show ourselves approved. Let's have overflow at Bible school. Our pastor gets up every Saturday at 7 in the morning. All right, and there's a great number of, uh, of folk that do. I just started going. Again, I ain't going to take credit for being there all the time. Uh, but but, but I, I, I know that in that short amount of time I've been there, I've gotten so much. I, um, Wednesday night service. I know we got things to do. I know some got to work, you know, get up the next day with kids and everything. Let, let's just try to show up. Let's just put forth the effort. Our pastors are here every Wednesday night. I, um, let's get in the habit of inviting folk to church. This is getting a habit. All right, think about this. Last week, last Sunday, right, Pastor Dent, who was visiting, was in an ice cream store, met a couple, and they showed up for church the next Sunday. All right, now, the funny thing is, he, he came and Pastor Dent, of course, he's not a guest, he's, he's family, but he was still visiting from out of state, and he bring more people to church than some of us in that one weekend. Let's just invite. Again, not, not call nobody out. Information is free, and we can all afford free. Just, just give them the information. All right, um, let's present ourselves to God correctly. Let's do a checkup from the neck up and ask ourselves, where are we and whose are we? Whose are we? Where is our diligent discipline? I know pastor be doing great things with the graphics, the diligent, discipline, lining, and all that type of stuff. But do we honestly believe anything that we see and we hear? Are we ready to put it into motion? It's time. It's time. All right, turn, turn with me to Matthews 5, 13 and 14. I have three more verses to go over, then, then we'll, we'll be done. It says in 5, 13, 14, ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savor, wherein shall it be salted? It is therefore 
good for nothing but to be cast out and be trodden under the foot of men. Ye are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. We got to stop hiding. It's showtime. We got to get out from, and, and, and I've seen it. Just in the three years we've been here, I've seen breakthroughs. And I mean, Brother Gerard, man, the other week I told, I said, bro, you was up here singing. We was in the back doing something. All of us ran to the door and said, who's that? Because he was just so free. He let go, let God, and, and this, he said, from now on. And, and I see it. So the, the salt of the earth, the light of the world, we can't hide. We have to show. See, and show is to give God the glory. How people want to know that you're operating in blessings if you don't talk about it? If you don't say, hey, you know what? It's, it's God, when they see you, I mean, how many of us in, in, in this job, in a situation, but the same person that's near you, they're going through, they, they're upset. How, how are we looking for a folk to, to say, hey, you know what? I want to be like you, but you're always frustrated. And you're supposed to be a child of God. And you walk around with your head down. So, so those are the things that we have to show. We have to believe. Uh, again, based on the numbers, I believe we got enough T codes. We got enough word. We got enough messages. This is week 40. Week 40. And I wanted to make sure, so I said, hey, Siri, what week is this? They said, this is week 40. <laughs> I wanted to make sure because it lined up. And so uh, let, let's go to uh, Matthew 5, 16. That's right up the street from 5, 13 and 14. It says, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which in heaven. Again, that's the point we have to get, is we have to show our good works to glorify God. We're not doing it to brag. We're not doing it so that we could be in front. We're not doing it to say, God, thanks, but I got this. I appreciate where you got me to, but I'm good. I can take it from here. When God blesses you, hold on tighter. Because he's taking you higher. You know, that, that light and that glory to God you, you'll be surprised. People are aware. As I mentioned earlier, people can see there's something different about you. And we have to operate in that. We have to really, really receive that and thank God for it. And, and, and so the, the last um, scripture that, that I, I want us to read is, is Titus 3 and 8. And I'm going to read this from the Amplified Version. And, and it reads, this is a faithful and trustworthy saying. And concerning these things, I want you to speak with great confidence so that those who have believed God, <laughs> that is, those who have trusted in, relied on, and accepted Jesus Christ as Savior, will be careful to participate in doing good and honorable things. These things are excellent in themselves and profitable for the people. 
Titus kind of, it, it sums it up. This is a faithful and trustworthy saying. And concerning these, I want you to speak with great confidence. How can we speak with great confidence about something we don't know? That's why we have to study to show ourselves approved. Your confidence level soars when you know what you're talking about. I, I, I remember doing presentations on the spur of the moment, and I can just flow because, as Pastor, I, I'm not because I'm sweet, right? <laughs> but I can just flow because I know what I'm talking about. If you know what you're talking about, you operate in confidence. All right, so that's how you get your great, you're not going to get the great confidence if you don't study God's word. If you don't take advantage of the 25 to 30 opportunities a week, and then you're the one saying, well, I ain't getting nothing from that church. When do you go? In order to get it, you have to go to it. It's available. Nobody's blocking the door. We have to go get it. It says, says, those who have believed, it says, that is, those who have trusted in, relied on, and accepted Jesus. If you believe and you relied on God for it, tell somebody, we'll be careful to participate in doing good and honorable things. See, I try, and, and, and I'm far from perfect. Jeanette, don't testify. You ain't got an amen in that. I'm far from perfect, but not far. <laughs> Let me correct that. I try to align myself the right way because when, when other young men see me and talk to me, I, I truly want to be an example. I want to be an example of how I treat my wife, how I treat my kids, how I treat my friends, my family. You know, if, if, if I'm, I'm hanging out with you and I'm saying, hey, let's go do this, this, and this, and be like, bro, I thought you was married. You know, I thought you had kids. I thought you went to church. You know, if you have to post something on, on social media and say, I hope my pastor don't see it, don't post it. Pray about it. You know, if you have to post something and block the pastors from seeing it, again, don't post it. Pray about it. If you have to hope that someone doesn't see what you're doing, don't do it. Pray about it. Call one of your brethren. You know, I, I love the relationship that I have with David, Ty, Lou, and if I miss somebody, Jason, all of y'all. See, that's why you don't start calling names, because then you have to go, did I miss somebody? <laughs> all right, but, but it says right here, we have to be careful in doing good and honorable things. These things are excellent in themselves. See, what we do is excellent in themselves, but they're also profitable for the people. If I'm doing something outside of God's will, how is it profitable for the people? How is it profitable for the kingdom? So that's why we have to be mindful and ask the question, are our actions profitable? All right, do we trust? And someone, I, I forgot, talked about a God meter. Do, do we look at our God meter? All right, do we operate in godly confidence? How much power has truly broken through for you in 2022? I, again, uh, Sister Shana, she talked about the prayer box her mom gave her. And again, it's certain things stick with me. 
that, that, that I think about all the time. And she, she got that prayer box and she put prayer requests in there. If you don't have a prayer box, I encourage you to get one because sometimes we pray so much. Like Trina said, we forget to be thankful because we don't realize a lot of those prayers are being answered. But we never go back to the prayer box. We didn't write it down. We have nothing to measure it against. We haven't checked the God meter. So we don't know. We're just asking for more. All right, um, so your final quarter preparations. This is week 40, which means we got 12 weeks left of the year. It's 52 weeks in the year, for those that didn't know. We're in week 40. That's 12 weeks left. What you going to do? What we going to do? What we going to do to elevate and prepare for 2023? I don't know the vision yet, but I know God, uh, uh, the pastor knows what God has given him. Did y'all, I know y'all caught this. When pastor came up here, oh, uh, that's in this series, that's in that series, that's in the next series. He got like five series already God gave him to prepare to give to us. And we struggling with one sermon or fast week message. And this man has several series that God has given him. And he just, he just renamed one, one Wednesday, right? Then he said, oh, we're going to use that title. You know what I'm saying? So, so think about it. What are we doing to prepare for that final quarter? I right, um, obedience over sacrifice is another thing that, that Pastor Light taught. Our obedience over sacrifice. You know, we, we have to do those things. We're studying spiritual authority on, on Sunday school. I know we missed the last couple of weeks and, and we're ready to pick it back up. I'm ready. I'm excited. If you, if you can get up seven in the morning, slide through. It's, it's one of those come as you are meetings. Just put some deodorant on. You know. Maybe wash up a little bit. All right. Have you drawn your line in the sand? If you haven't drawn one, actually decide what's God and what's you. What's your commitment is not your commitment. And if someone tries to take you off that track and pull you out, you, 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 you got a buffer because that line is there. They can't cross that line. Remember when you your kids, I, I remember, I dared you to cross this line. I did, and you keep backing up. Don't keep backing up. Draw your line and leave it there. And, and you do that with your diligent discipline. Uh, we have to make sure we have that diligent discipline. All right. Again, nobody said this is going to be easy. All right. It, it's hard because you're, you're getting yourself out of the flesh. You know, because we all know the flesh is. So, so, so we, we have to understand that we have to do those things. So the last thing that I have, and this is truly the last thing on the last thing, is it's showtime. It's time for us to put this ministry on our backs, become the true supports that our pastors need and require so that we can reach who this ministry is called to reach. I... The last couple of years, we, we've done a lot of preparing. And I thank God I was part of it. Uh, uh, coming here and the, our, our second service actually being in the, the, the new building and, and all the blessings. So, so we're, we were the recipient of all the blessings and hard work a lot of y'all guys have put in for years. And we're thankful for that. But I can't sit back and be thankful for the blessings that you prepared. I have to make sure that I'm doing what I can to prepare blessings for that next folk. Uh, we have to get back. We have to stop questioning, are we being fed? Do I know enough? 
I, I, I was listening when, when Pastor Barnes was speaking. Every time they threw out a scripture, we were reciting it before he get it out. He said, well, y'all ain't got to turn there. I said, no, we don't because it's here. We know it. We don't, we don't have to turn it. We know it. All right, so we know enough. After 40 weeks, after 1,140 sermons, I think we know enough. All right, that doesn't mean stop learning because we know pastors are going to continue to pour. We're going to continue to receive. All right, but we also have to let some things out. We have to let other folk know. All right, we can't be selfish with our pastors. We can't be selfish with heirs. We can't be selfish with God's work because we're afraid somebody's going to steal my shine or my spot. It's not your spot. I, it's not. I, we're here to complement each other. We're here to hold each other accountable. We're here to hold each other up. I need you to hold me up. I love, Jason would call me out of the blue. How you doing? I'm good. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be a 20-minute conversation. I'm, and I don't say that. Yes, yeah, say it. I know sometimes y'all young ladies can get on the phone. Y'all can go a little longer. Like, I know sometimes, Jeanette, I'll be like, y'all just talked about that 20 minutes ago. Y'all went full circle and talked about it again. But that, that's good. That's how you flow. That's how you flow. I'm glad you're flowing. But my point is that we got enough. We don't have to question, is there enough? But we have to question whether or not we're helping other people receive what we got. Or are we being selfish? You know, it's easy to be selfish when, when you're getting full. Every week, every Sunday, every Wednesday, every morning, you know, um, just, just the laughter on the calls in, in, in the morning that I'm able to chime in on, it's, it's just a good fit. Like, I, I think, Sister Trent, I used to get, you, you said you love being around folk because you, you laugh, you feel joy, you feel good. All of us have access to that feeling. All of us, we just have to tap in, all right? So it's not a lack of. So again, that's, 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 that's all I have. Um, Heavenly Father, we, we thank you uh, for the word and the message, the command and demands, Heavenly Father, that you have brought before us uh, this morning. We ask that you uh, give us the ability to show ourselves and we present ourselves before you approve and we're bring, bringing an approved version unto you, Heavenly Father, to, to, to give you all the glory and the honor that, that, that's deserved of you. And for us not to be selfish, Heavenly Father, and allow others to receive that same blessing and love and, and, and this fullness that we have, that joy, Heavenly Father, we're just so thankful for. In Jesus' name, uh, we pray. Amen.